Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Real Joe Quinn. Episode 830 of the Real Deal Podcast Playoff, NBA Playoff Edition. We are inching closer and closer to the conference finals. I uh, thought that we were going to get one participant last night, but did not happen. We have a lot to, especially Mr. Sapp, who, who you know, joins us as always on this Wednesday or Thursday, uh, on this Thursday to, uh, for this week. What are you, what's going on, Mr. Sapp? How are you doing this evening? I am doing well. Excited to talk about basketball. So, um, like I was saying earlier, like I mentioned earlier, we thought that we were going to get at least one participant in the conference finals, but that didn't, that, that was not in the cards. Uh, we'll talk about that. But we have to begin with a just classic game five in Boston um, between the Celtics and Bucks. Uh, this game just had everything. This game had everything. Um, I thought after game four that I had figured out this series. It's like, yeah, um, you know, Milwaukee needs to turn this into like a street fight. Boston is better, you know, at the free flowing. If the more points that are scored, the better that is for Boston from a standpoint of, 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 of you know, if it's if it's free flowing and after game four, you see Milwaukee, you see Boston shoot close to fifty percent. They, you know, they had a forty three point fourth quarter, and then you come into this game and it basically was the same thing. It was basically the same deal. Milwaukee. Boston, um, you know, was on a, was on pace for well over 108 points. Even at halftime, they were shooting the ball well. You, you got big performances in terms of scoring wise out of Brown and Tatum, and then, but of course, the fourth quarter happened. Um, basically, I mean, basically these these games were like the same games, games four and five. Like Milwaukee, clear Milwaukee for the most part outplayed Boston until the fourth quarter of Game Four and lost. Boston outplays Milwaukee in Game Five in the fourth, in, in the, uh, until the fourth quarter, and, and even deeper into the fourth quarter, um, fourteen point lead with ten minutes and twenty eight seconds left, and um, we saw what happened in those last, particular those last five, those last three, you know, three to five minutes. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts on the game before I get into the particulars of the game? What were your yeah. overall thoughts? Yeah. Here, like, here, here's the big. Like, I texted the group chain, can this go nine? Um, so, uh, you know, like, honestly, let's take fandom out of this. Like, for real. Like, the thing that I am watching in this series and what I am really admiring about the Celtics team, um, in particular, right now, we'll get to, we'll, we will absolutely, I'll absolutely get to Milwaukee. Um, but, um, is uh, the, for whatever reason, I was talking about this and thinking about it today, in all of our analysis of games, for some reason, fans have forgotten about competition. Like, we talk way too much about adjustments. It ain't about adjustments. These teams are equal. It's just that simple. They're equal, period. Point blank. And so... They're equal. They know each other. They know schemes. They know things right there. And one of the favorite things that I, I think I, I was, I can't even remember who I was listening to. It doesn't even matter. But but it's one of the player podcasts like we were talking about. And um, what they were what they were saying, it made so much sense and resonated with me is 
in series where you, in a series, in a highly competitive series between two teams that are on equal footing, it becomes way less about adjustments that can be made outside of the game, like out on the periphery of it. And then what is it that the players are doing on the floor and on the court? And so when you get a game like this, and you're absolutely right, they're mirrors of each other, it makes 100% sense. When we say outplay, um, it wasn't like one team was more dominant than the other, right? Like the next game we get to, one team was way more dominant than the other. What it meant, what we mean is that King was executing their game, dictating their terms of pace to the other team, and the other team's reacting to it. And that's what was going on the uh, Celtics over Bucks in this game. The Celtics were dictating the pace. They were dictating the moves, and the Bucks were reacting to it until the very end where it didn't necessarily change, but two things happened. One, Giannis is Giannis. And, like, we just need to just, like, say it and say it out loud and say it over and over again, no matter how many 50-point games Kevin Durant has during the season, no matter what Kyrie Irving or whatever um, – person mimics James Harden and all the stuff and all the different statistical things that happen. Um, this is about winning now. It is just flat out about winning. And Giannis wins. Period. Point blank. End of the story. And he wins in dominating fashion. Giannis is the best player in the world. Let's put all everything to rest. There is no argument. There are no more debates. There's no anything. He's the best player in the world. He took the title. Anybody who wants it needs to go and win a championship in dominant fashion. Then you get the title. Not before that. At all. Not before that. Um, so so um, that, that, that is what just like became reality because he was doing it. He was giving the Celtics work in game four. He just petered out. Um, and Horford was amazing for some strange reason. Um, and so, but the difference between like, Horford equaled that game in game four, but when you're the best player in the world and when you're dominant, the thing is consistency. Giannis can consistently summon that game. No one else in the series can. Um, and so uh, that's one. He continued. He kept it going. And then number two, um, I'm just going to say this flat out. In game that end, and this shows exactly my age and why I am my fandom. I'm 100% okay with it. Any game that ends in two defensive possessions is one of the best games I've ever seen. I love, I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It is flat out just making a play. That's what Holiday did. Just making a play. Does it have nothing to do with scheme? Does it have nothing to do with anything? It's the players on the court, what they see, and their reactions to it. Holiday is better than smart. Period. In the story. And you oh, saw oh. smart at the very end when he got cookies for the last thing. I mean, think how many games have ended on a steal. Like, that's amazing. And just a flat out cookies. Got you. Like we out playing at the park with the kids. Just up, that's mine. Game over. Um, A, amazing. Um, B, um, that's just how they making a play and just being better. 
than smart. And so when I when I look at this game, there are X's and O's to break down for sure. It's the X and O series. It's beautiful. It's lovely to watch. But also what is is elevating this to another level is just the pure competitiveness that is happening. Neither of these teams are willing to give an inch at any moment in the game. There were multiple times in that game where I wanted to say in my head, this is over. And this is what I think you're seeing in this. This is what I, again, I, I don't know how to, 
everything is on the table for this series. Like, I can see Milwaukee closing it out in six. I can see Boston winning in seven. I can see Milwaukee winning in seven. There's nothing that's off the table for the, for the rest of the series. Because to your point, these two teams will not die. You have to kill them. You're going to have to kill them. You know, these two teams are just, they're that, they're that evenly matched and they're that just uber competitive, well coached, um, and what have you. And what happens with Milwaukee is you see the championship medal come through. You see the fact that they've played, you know, in the last year, they, you see the fact that they played and they won a game seven against Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You see the fact that they were down 2-0 in multiple series last year. Down 2-0 against Phoenix, won four straight. Down 2-0 against Brooklyn, winning in seven. Lose Giannis for the last two games of the Atlanta series that was tied, finish you off in six without Giannis. So this this is this to me, this fourth quarter was a was kind of like a culmination of what Milwaukee has been over the last year uh, in, in the playoffs and last year's playoffs leading into this year's playoffs. And there's no team um, right now that's that I trust more in the big spot. There's no player that I trust more in the big spot than Giannis. Giannis is the best big game player in the league right now. Go look at his numbers in last year's game five. Go look at what he did in game seven in, against Brooklyn. Go look what he did in game six against Phoenix. We all know about their 50-point performance. He's going to find a way. And there's nothing bought. There's like, <laughs> I can't, can we please, like. When you so, say best player in the world, there's nothing. No, 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 no. forget that. I've, I've been on, I've, I've been saying that for the last two years. I've yeah, I know. I'm I, just I, saying, there's just nothing. Most people, most people were late to that party. I was on that party. I was early to that party. But in this series. I was late to the party. I was. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. No, that's fine. That 50 point game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Close yeah. Out, yeah. You, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. There is nothing else you need to prove to me at all. I keep hearing. I keep hearing how tough Boston has made it on him and how well they're guarding him and I'm like bruh he's averaging 33 basically 33 13 and 7 and playing great defense what are we talking about here they're he doing is, the best he is, they can they're he's doing the, no they're doing the best they can but he is he's dominated the series like outside of game outside of game two outside that first half of game two where he had five points he has dominated the series period period and sorry that's that's it, like, like and that, and that's what that's what all time greats do. Like, that's, that's exactly what, what they do. That's what LeBron's. That's what Kobe's. That's what Jordan's. That's what they do. Magic Johnson, whoever. On, and I think he's headed. That's another conversation. But he his ceiling to me is headed towards being a top tier all time great. He's headed there. He's he's he's, he's coming quickly, uh, from that standpoint because what he has that say a Joel and B doesn't have, he has perspective. He has perspective on you look you listen to his press conferences, he never gets too high, never gets too low. It's always about the team. It's always about, hey, what can I do to get better? How can I lead my team? No fear. Y'all say I can't shoot threes, whatever. I hit the biggest three. The biggest shot in the game was 105-99 when he cut it in half. That was the biggest shot in the game. If he misses that shot, they don't win the game. They're not even positioned to win the game. You know? So you're talking about we're talking about a guy who not only is the best in terms of physically the most physically imposing player in the league, the mental. That's that's how you get that's, great. That's, that's how you get that great. is 
That's that's what separates him right now as well. That's how his you get mental, his mental approach to the game, how he how he sees the game, how he views the game, how he leads that franchise. And I think at the end of this series, what we're going to see is there's not going to be so much of what Boston did not do. We're going to be like, you know what, Boston is close, but they just but they're not quite there, which is fine. It's part of the process. Like it's part of like. Like Boston has conference finals experience, Milwaukee has championship experience, and that's a difference. So, I'm not saying that the series is over. I would never count Boston out. But what I'm telling you is, you're talking about again. You're talking about a team that just it's just so it's the hardest thing in sports is to learn how to win. It's very difficult at a high, high level, at a championship level. This is a championship. This is a NBA Finals caliber series. These yeah, two teams are this like this. Literally, this literally could be the NBA Finals. I think, like I said, I've said it before the series. The winner, I think, and I think it, I, and I'm dead confident on based on what I saw last night that the winner of this series is going to win. Is going to win the chip. And that's how. This is how I feel. Um. So, like I said earlier, you got sixty out Tatum and Brown. Up until the last minute, Marcus Smart was actually playing a great game. Up until the last minute, <laughs> you had a – and even Al Horford last night, he came back down to earth, but Al Horford was still, you know, six assists, eight rebounds, still, you know, Giannis. Everything was fine. Everybody yeah, had Al Horford, everything Horford was, fine. was fine. Yeah, Horford was fine. was fine. You know, Horford was fine for the most part. Um, there, there's no, there were no complaints. No, Honestly, there were no, no. complaints. So, they <laughs> just made winning plays at winning the end plays, of the game. Yeah, so, so here's here's the last minute. We're gonna I'm gonna contrast the last minute of Drew Holiday versus the last minute of Marcus Smart. Drew Holiday game tying three. Drew Holiday block save. Drew Holiday steals the ball. Marcus Smart turnover. Marcus Smart shot blocked. Misses Tatum on that last play. If you notice on that last play where he was dribbling up and he got stripped by Drew Holiday, he Tatum was actually wide open streaking down the court. And then, of course, uh, he misses Tatum and, of course, a turnover. So, in one minute, you know, in one minute, Marcus Smart went from one of the heroes to an absolute goat. In, just, in one minute, one, one, you know, I mean, Marcus Smart made a number of big threes in that game and good defensive plays. But it just, I mean, it, man, when it, it just shows you how fragile it is between winning and losing, man. It can, like, it can dissipate quickly. Like, it, it can go bad quickly. And, Man, Marcus Moore had a rough one minute. That's a rough sixty seconds. I mean, like we did, we were on a group text, and I was like, he had a uh, he had a Carlton Banks moment off the Fresh Prince. If you remember the episode with the uh, basketball when they were playing basketball, when they were uh, playing, had a game, and he didn't pass. He tried to be a hero, and didn't pass the ball to Will, and it didn't go well. And like in that moment, in those moments, you gotta find Tatum has to get the ball, like. What are we doing? Tatum is their go-to player down the stretch. Tatum or Jalen Brown, you have you have two legit go-to players who I would feel confident in terms of making it, in terms of shooting the ball. I know Smart has been better with his playmaking this year, and that's one of the reasons why they improved and 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 got and are at the point they are right now. But the bottom line is, I in those moments at the end of the game, I want the ball in, in either Jason Tatum's hand, Jason Tatum's hands, or Jalen Brown's hands. Period. So, you know, that's a rough one for the Celtics. Um, that 
you know, that that's one of those games where, you know, you'll if you have championship aspirations for the future that you can possibly that you can learn if they don't win the series that you can learn from. That's that's what that's that's what that's like. It kind of reminds me like, you know, going like way back. And I mean, way, way back when you like when you had Detroit trying to barge into, you know, trying to break through against Boston with Bird in them and. You had, you know, Bird steals the ball. Isaiah throws the ball away, and Bird steals it. They end up winning that I series. Something where they were talking about that the other day. Yeah, that's it. Had that this yeah. had that type of feel to it. Like yeah. you had one team that that was right there as far as yeah. being a contender versus a team that had already been there, already won championships. And there is a difference. Period. There's a difference. There is, but you have to beat that team to get yes. to get to that place. Yes, get to that place. Yes, it's just that like all these things are actually really simple. It's really simple. We're making them way more complicated. As when when you have two good teams going at each other, you don't have to have like expert all this analysis and all that. Um, we're making it way more complicated than it is. The reason why Marcus Smart didn't hit Jaden Jason Tatum was because Holiday was in his face and he's worried about it. The reason that the Celtics weren't excited about either Brown or uh, Tatum Tatum getting that ball earlier in that possession is because they were worried that Giannis or particularly Holiday would make them look stupid as well. Um, These boys are animals. They're beasts. And I, I think, to your point, if they had to do all over again, you put the ball in Tatum's hand and you just live with it. Yes. And if it's cookies on Tatum, then it's cookies on Tatum. Yeah, it feels a little bit different when it's cookies on smart. Absolutely. Well, no, I'm yeah. not even talking. I'm not so. I know. Uh, so, no, I, I know you're not. But here, those exact those exact same plays could have been made. Those exact same things that happened to Smart absolutely could have happened to either Brown, yes. or Tate. But I read. I read it. I read it. Right. Exactly. Happened That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's like, like the optics of everything just are 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 different than this. But, but. To, to your point, it legit boils down to this. They are champions that are not, they are champions that have just arrived. They are not by damn sight ready to shift down again. No. And you have up and coming. And they want it. And so you got somebody who wants to keep it and somebody really wants it. And neither one is giving an inch. And, and that's and, what and makes classic series and classic games. Listen, contrast contrast to the other team that we're going to talk about, who also has championships. <laughs> they want to keep Boston underneath them. Now we'll talk. We'll, we we definitely going to deep dive uh, Memphis and, and go to the state. If you're if you're Giannis and if you're if to me, this is what this. I mean, I can't. I'm trying. I can't get into Giannis's head, but I'm saying to myself, I'm Milwaukee. I'm like, yo. Do you know how much of a stranglehold we would have over them mentally moving forward if we beat them without Chris Middleton? I, I don't. I don't think that's an issue, real. To be honest with you, I don't think that. I mean, I think that's it's mentally fortifying for them. I think that's what they can tell themselves: win, lose, or draw. Is that we did all this and we didn't even have one of our best players? So Milwaukee, right there. I think this journey with the Celtics, knowing it fairly well, this journey with the Celtics. No, I'm talking about Milwaukee. I know, but what I'm saying is journey for the Celtics is about the Celtics finding themselves. It doesn't actually have anything to do with what Milwaukee can mentally do to them. Sweeping Brooklyn, 
going toe to toe with the world champions, they're they're in a good place. They're no, in no, a no, good no. I don't. Place. I don't think this would be like if Milwaukee were to win the series. That like this will like, okay. Boston's okay. going away. Yeah. But my point is, when you are the champion, right, and we we see this with the Bulls all the time. You want to keep your opponents, your your these quote unquote rivalries, the Knicks, the Pacers at bay, and remind yeah. them you are not on our level. You're not. You 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 can't. You cannot beat us. Like there is a psychological component until you actually beat us. You we don't believe you don't you don't believe you can beat us until you actually do it. So there is a psychological component to that. Um, in my opinion. Yeah, I what you saying. But like I said, I this everything is off the ta- everything is on the table for this series. As far as I I don't I like I like I said I can see Milwaukee winning tomorrow. I can see Boston winning tomorrow. I can see everything's on the table. There's no, there's nothing that will surprise me moving forward for the rest of the series. What are your thoughts on the rest of the series? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I started to go to that place that you were talking about, where it's just like, will Boston be mentally whipped by the? This is this is a gut wrencher. Right. Will they be mentally whipped? And then I listened to press and watched everything like that. I was like, nah, they're gonna come back back out and fight. Yeah, and so is Milwaukee. Yes. Um, and so, uh, and then I'll be at home. Um, so, uh, I, so I want to stick with game seven cause I want it so yep. bad. Yep. Um, yep. so, uh, but this is one also harder hearts. I don't have an idea. Right, like I, I like I'm with you 100. Like heart of hearts. Usually when I go, like okay, what what do you really feel? Like yeah. like that. Usually I know. Usually I know. I can say whatever out loud, but usually I know. Um, especially when it's my team, right? Like you, right. I know, I know. Um, and so and so, um, I'm not saying either one is my team. I'm just saying in my heart of hearts when I look at this series, I I just don't have a I don't. No, 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 to that point, right? Could, could I easily see Milwaukee win? I, not Milwaukee winning easily, but could I easily envision how Milwaukee wins um, in game six? Absolutely. Can I envision how the Celtics win in game six? Absolutely, I can. Um, and then can I see either one of those teams coming out in game seven? Absolutely. It is a much more difficult task for the Celtics to win two in a row. That yes. I will say. Yes. No, that's why. I mean, if history, you give me history the tip says of the, the game scales, five winner wins this series. I say game seven, if you put me to the test, which you are, I say game seven, Milwaukee wins. Got you. Yep. Listen, this how um, this is how unpredictable this series has been from a standpoint of where we thought it was going. After game three, right, or no, after game two, we did a podcast after game two, and we both agreed that this was going to be a knockdown, drag out, defensive struggle, and points were going to be at a premium. In reality, in games four, yeah, has five, the offenses yeah. have actually yeah. stepped up. What I loved about that game was that it was an offensive game for three quarters, and then it switched Switch, yep, into yep. a dominant deal. Yep. I was like, "Yo, they're playing two different games." Yeah. So to your point. Like- to your punch, counter punch, it, counter punch, punch, not just in shot making, but in defensive rotation. So I was like, yo, I'm yeah, but in it had, that game, but it had, in order for Milwaukee to have won that game, it had to slow down to that point. Yeah. They yep. could not keep up. Like the, the game, it was 86 77 after three yeah, quarters was too many points. That was too yep. many. That was, that was too much. So that I game, agree. Boston, Boston, I and think. That, that's, I, that's the time I felt the most confident for Boston. 
was like, this is totally Boston's game. This They're playing completely their style. Boston Switch. scored like nine Switch. points in the last eight minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. And they had what a lot of bad turnovers. Yeah. So, what, and one thing that, that really stood out to me, and Pat Riley used to say this all the time um, with Miami and New York, no rebounds, no rings. Milwaukee destroyed them on the offensive glass. But Milwaukee, Milwaukee, in that, Milwaukee for the game out-rebounded them like 49-36, 17-5 on the offensive glass, 7-1. In the fourth quarter, seven offensive rebounds to to Boston's one. If you don't rebound in the fourth quarter, if you give up offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, None. you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. I, I mean, chances are you are going unless yeah. it's a blowout. I was away, talking real lose. greasy about Bobby Portis. Yes, and my man came out with a hell of an offensive rebound. Yeah, he redeemed himself after missing that layup. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I was real <laughs> greasy about him. I was like, okay, Bobby P, show your value. He, but um, yeah, man, they did like I rem- like listen. One of the one of the most one of the great shots in NBA history came off of as a rebound. That was the Ray Allen three pointer yeah. Miami San Antonio. Get out there, get Chris Bosh gets off his rebound, kicks it out to Ray Allen, and the rest was history. And well, it certainly didn't help that you know Hall of Fame power forward was certain power forward was on the bench. No, Greg Things that right. actually matter to players and coaches, not shit that people can report on and talk about. Um, with DBOA, all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebounding. Yes. Are turnovers and rebounds. Rebound, yes. Hustle, loose balls. Are you going for them? Who's getting out? That's the shit that actually matters about winning. Remember, we're talking about winning a championship, not looking good. Right. Right. Not being the most Official, stylized. Yeah, no. No revolutionary team. No, damn that. Win this game. Yeah, I mean, any mean necessary. If it I mean, ends on a strip, that's how it, it ends is. on a strip. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, listen. Those, you, 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 you remember those Bulls teams, especially those last three years when they had Robin. Yeah, they were really defensive minded. They used to kill yeah. people. They used to kill people on the on the, on the glass. Kill them. Like on the offensive glass, I mean, destroy them. They, I mean, there'll be games where they literally shot like forty percent, but it didn't matter because they out rebounded you by fifteen. That's the thing I'm still waiting on in this series. Um, minute and a half left, Tatum versus Giannis, best on best. Who's yeah. guarding who? Yeah, Tatum. Tatum's not quite there yet. He's not nope. quite there. He's nope. coming, but he's just like he doesn't. He's not consistently great. Like he'll put up some numbers, but. That's but that's what you got it. This you got to do it. Like gotta, we forget. Come on, yeah. me and you are chuck. We're eighties, nineties. Yes, legends like damn all this other BS. Legends were made in the playoffs and championship. Yep. So you got to do it. You're right. He's yep. not there yet, but not you got to do it. Because truly, I mean, coming coming into last night, Al Horford had been their best player. The only way you get there is by doing it in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. Damn all this other stuff. I'm just so tired of regular season and he's the greatest at every no. Do it now. Yeah. Now is the time to do it. Yeah. But certainly looking This forward. is where your legend should be made. Yes. Uh looking forward to uh game six on Friday back at uh back at Pfizer, uh, back in Milwaukee. We'll see if they can close it out in advance to their second straight uh conference finals. Whoop the Warriors. Um so watch the first half of this game and this is that was all I needed to see. Um so to give you some <laughs> Y'all are irritating me so much with the dings. I was mad at those dings because I was falling asleep. I was um, so the Warriors 
Um, just, I mean, listen, this the Warriors at one point were down by as many as 55 points. They lose by 39. It wasn't that close. Of course, no John Morant. He probably was not going to be. He's probably done for the playoffs with the bone bruise. Um, just one of the most confounding losses that I remember a, a team of that has championship medal in recent memory. I, I really is. I was really like scrambling trying to think of how of how bad of a loss this was, considering the circumstances and considering what's at stake. You want to. You have aspirations to win a championship, right? You are up three one. You're not a young team, so you can you can absolutely use the rest. And you're playing a team without their best player. Ding, a ding. team that you know, by the way, is not gonna quit. They didn't they almost beat they almost beat you in game four uh without their best player. They should have won game four, really. I mean Memphis blew that in the last quarter. They should have absolutely should have won that game. So I just didn't understand. I just didn't understand the mental approach that the Warriors came with. I really was, I, I was, I'm not a Warriors fan by any stretch of imagination. We, we all know it, but I, I was, as a basketball fan, as somebody who watched basketball my whole life, I was kind of like disrespected. I, I, I kind of felt like insulted by that performance last night. That's how bad it was. I know you have all the thoughts. Oh, so many. Um, so many. I'm, but you, I'm about to put, I'm about to get the ball to uh, ISO Sasson. Yeah, ISO. Pass you the ball. If I get out the way, if I get out the way, I, I don't need no screen. Um, <laughs> so this is I. I'll this out. I'll walk you through my all my exact thoughts. Um, because this makes me so happy. So I was like, I'm watching the game, and in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm done with this series when John Morant is out. Like I, yep. I door watching, so I'm done with this series. So. Whatever. Like, if I fall asleep on this game, I'm fine with it. So, the time where I really started out, because y'all was dinging, it kept waking me up, or kept me up. Um, and uh, uh, so, um, I, like, my eyes really started closed when the score was, I think, 55, 36, something like that. It was, like, double digit at that point. Middle, second quarter. Right. And so, I'm like, like my eyes are closing, and my the thought I this is this is my exact thought. I was like, the Warriors look like they're playing with their food. Um, yep. They, I wholly expect to wake up and find out that they won. But boy, if they didn't win, this <laughs> the, if they don't win, this is going to be a horrible loss for them. When I looked at that score this that morning, real, and then watched the replay, of it, I just. I honestly couldn't believe what I was looking at at first. I was like, I cannot believe they didn't show any heart. Like, I can't believe that. You know how I feel about closeout games without the other superstar. This is why Harden is trash to me yep. for this exact same reason. A closeout game against a team without their best player. You may not lose that game. That's you may not lose that game. Here's what cannot ever happen: is that you let that team beat you into submission. Surreal. They waved a white flag in the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, you yeah. should be ashamed. We we talk. That's the 
opposite of competition. That's the opposite. And to your point, that's why you feel so disrespected. You didn't compete. What the F is going on? This is the playoffs. It's a closeout game. They don't have their best player. It's inexcusable. This is the exact same thing I said about Jay's It's inexcusable. You cannot excuse this. The only thing that you say is we were horrible. We're the worst. That was shameful. We're sorry. We will put out a better performance next time. That's it. Nothing else is acceptable. No other explanation is acceptable. You may not lose this game. You may not lose this game. And the more that I thought about it, and like, like I was initially irritated because of fans. I'm not as irritated at the fans because they're just being their selves. Warriors, I'll be on the record. I, like I said, I'm here for the smoke. Warriors fans are the worst because they're front runners to the nth degree. Yep. Um, they're they're worse than Miami fans, <laughs> for lack of a better way to break it down, because Miami's actually congealed into a fan base. Like when LeBron and Dwayne, all of them came, um, Miami fans. But but just like in terms of just like like eyes on like superstars, the fans just have unrealistic thoughts about the players on their teams. Let's just let's just keep it at that. But then I think about the play on the court. And when I watched that game over again, I was watching the play on the court. I just got more and more irritated with what I was actually seeing that was happening. Um like even like I kept like when we talked about the Bucks and like I think it was game three, um when I was like, oh they predetermined the outcome of this victory. I, oh no, it was game no, two. Game two. And it was, game two. Game two. And it was, it was a mistake because Marcus Smart, Mark Smart was out. Um, but they already got the stole home court. They already right. got one yeah. in that, right? Like so, so I seen plenty of examples where the team that already got one had downshifted gear, and of course the other team was playing from desperation, right? Like, so that was not this. If anybody wants to hold that against me, that was not this. This was a team that legit thought that all that had to happen was the ball be rolled out on the court, and they went. And I'm unclear what gave them that thought process at all. Um, uh, And um, then Grizzlies, to their infinite credit, um, said, we're just going to beat the hell out of you. And, you know, the old adage goes, you give a team that shouldn't be in it any life, and then you're in trouble. And that's exactly what the Warriors did. And not only did the Grizzlies say, hey, we can actually win this game, they said, nope, we're going to beat the hell out of you. And we're just going to keep beating you until the clock is zero. And I, that's when I flipped. I could not have been more excited to see that as they just hit shot after shot after shot after shot and just murdered them in the third quarter, you know. And I found it very ironic, right? That was always 
the Warriors Big quarter yep. where they yep. did and for that to happen with them. And again, without their best player, I don't care what mental gymnastics you do to try to make this Grizzlies team um, better without Ja. Um, they're not they're better not. without Ja. They're not. Period. And bye with that. That's crazy talk. <laughs> so um, you got beat by fit like the 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 actual score you're right is not indicative. No, they didn't know the, that. The, it was a 55 point game. Five point lead was indicative. You got beat by 55. Yes. That's what I remember. And that's yep. what I'll always remember. Yep. You got beat by 55 by a team, a young, reckless team without their best player. And you are the veteran tested through all the things like there there are no words to express how inexcusable that but that's but that's here that's here's, here's the thing except this this that's what i don't understand so i thought about the 2000 lakers right the first championship with shaq and kobe Dude, if you want if you want to remember regular season they dominated it was 67 67 15 shaq Unanimous MVP or should have been unanimous. Somebody one dude voted for Allen Iverson, whatever. Yeah, Fred Hickman voted for Allen Iverson, but whatever. Let it go, real. Yeah, you know, I, I, I yeah. He, I mean, Shaq hasn't let it go. I'm cool. But I'm just, I, I just mentioned. I'm saying you let. That's what I'm saying to you. Let it go. <laughs> Shaq's still beefing about Nash's MVP. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. yeah, yeah. He, 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 he will never let that go. Um, but they they struggled in the playoffs. They went 16 and seven. They had seven losses in the playoffs. I remember them allowing the Sacramento Kings, who at the time were not just a fun team that just liked to play offense. I, I remember them letting them, pushing the Lakers to five games. In a series, they had no business going to five games. I remember the Lakers almost blowing a 3-1 lead against Portland Trailblazers and being down by 13 going to the fourth quarter of game seven. Like, that, they they literally were almost out the playoffs during for that particular game if Portland went to pull off one of the great choke jobs of all time. Even against Indiana, you know, they're up 3-1 in the series, and then they proceed to just mail in game five and say, we're winning in game six, which they did, and they lost by like 30, 30, 35 points. So they had those moments, but the difference is they hadn't won anything as a No, boot. they had to learn how to win. But they had to learn how to win. Yes. I don't playoffs. get Golden State from the standpoint of your no. core has won three championships. Yeah, no. And I don't get the part, I don't get from the standpoint of how did your approach shift mid-series. The first three games, first four games of this series, Golden State's approach was perfect. We're going to come out, knock them, hit them in the mouth game one, steal game one, which they did, put the pressure on them and almost win game two, destroy them in game three, which they did, and then game four happened. And I'm like, what, like, what, well, like, what happened? Like, what, what, what shifted the mindset? To your point, real, like what you were saying in the last series, this is actually a series where, like, because you're, like, the people, your head stars on the Warriors are so advanced mentally in this game and in championship playoff experience, you could actually spin the time and en energy mentally effing with the other team. And the other team so inferior to you talent-wise. Um, you could actually spin that. So to your point, this is the team you want to be mentally effing with so they don't get the idea that they can come up in the next couple of years. Oh, I'm glad. The Giant going nowhere. 
I'm glad you bring up that point. Um, so <laughs> a couple yeah, things. Oh, before we get to that, a couple things. Couple things. Now, no matter what happens next game. No, sorry. there are a couple things we, before we get to that. One, oh, I think, I think we, from a Warriors standpoint, there game is five, game six without our best play. Anyway, sorry. I think from the Warriors standpoint, I think here, here's the thing. I keep hearing about all these championship DNA. Cool. But this the bottom line is this group as a whole hasn't won anything. There you go. Talk talk to them. Okay. Let's Preach. let's keep it let's keep it a buck, right? Preach. Let's keep it a buck. This talk group to has, them. This, this group has a whole, championships has, has I remember out. it being Kevin Durant on No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even before that, no, even before that. Let, let's be let's no, be, they won. no, no, they no, no. My point, no, this is my point. This group I, no, whole, no, no, no. I was just even saying, yeah, keep going with your point. This, this group as a whole hasn't won anything, right? Yep. They, and the bottom line is they're not as good. They definitely, I mean, they, they clearly aren't, aren't as good as the team that won that from the Kevin Durant team. We know that. They're not as good as the team before Kevin Durant when Steph, nope. Steph and Clay were younger and Draymond was younger. Nope. And, and Eagle Dollar. Eagle Dollar doesn't even play no more. Um, so they're not as good as that team. This is a very, very good team. This is a very good team that I thought before last night was capable of possibly winning a championship. I no longer think that. This is not this team is not going to win a championship. No, period. Even no. they win this series, they got not they got proved they got a lot to prove now. They're not winning a championship. Yeah, they're no, not happening if gone. They're not. Uh-uh. And I picked they were my preseason pick yeah, to yeah. go to the finals to face Milwaukee. You know, I picked Milwaukee to win the whole nope. thing before the season started. After a game like that, no, uh-uh. no. no. that game no. has and I think been. Rob, I think what it is, I think that there is this incentive. I think that they they got there's this incentive sense of entitlement as far as like and this we, is we could turn it on. You know, we're we you know, we yep. yeah, we could turn it on, we can just walk yep. on the court. This, you know, this young team, they've never been there. Like, we can, like, they, yeah, we can just turn it on and on. And, like, nah, that's not, you're not, you are not, the gap between you and the rest of the league, that it's doesn't nothing. exist anymore. It's nothing. It's nothing. No, matter of fact, you don't have not, the cheat code. No, you don't, you don't have, have it. Right. You don't have the matter of fact, like, a healthy Milwaukee and fucking Phoenix probably are, are better teams. Not so, according to some fans. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's yeah. no, there's no more cheat. There's no more cheat code. I mean, the thing is, like, let's be honest. Steph, Draymond, and Clay are not spring chickens. They are not. They're not. They have gotten older. They, they have. got older. Yep, that happened. And, and getting back, let me get back to the point that you were about to make about about um, giving Memphis giving Memphis um, confidence. You you have just Sped, you have sped up their arrival. If I'm Memphis, I'm like, yo. First of all, I'll, and I'll give you, I'll give you this number right here, from for, in terms of this series. So, so in terms of, uh, so Memphis in this series, in terms of minutes led, Memphis has led 182 minutes compared to Golden State's 58. Think about that. 150, 182 to 58. So if I'm Memphis, I'm like, yo, we should be winning the series. If I'm Memphis, I'm like, yo, we are, we're better. If I'm Memphis, I fully, I fully believe. If I'm Memphis, I'm a player in that locker room. I fully believe that we can win the series. Fully believe it. Yeah. And even if we don't win it, even if we don't win it. We get Jai back next year. We get we get some we get some veterans. We get a, a couple of veterans that that say won championships. We we go we we go, we will beat you. Like you you have like this this type of loss is like I think I want my I want the audience to understand 
it is so this thing right here to get this thing right here as far as sports is so psychological and so much mental like i said you have instilled put you have you have instilled confidence in a team that didn't need to that that that, that didn't need it they already think they the shit yeah like the memphis didn't even need any more confidence they no, already no, believe that they, no, they belong nothing nothing so you, you, that shit, you wouldn't be able to tell me nothing. You really wouldn't. No. There'd be no way. No. There'd be no way. I'm like, go to stay nothing. No, right. Like, like, you're like, yeah, you're better than them. Go whoop the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, it just, it, it, you, yeah. They have all the confidence. All of it. All of it. So, I'm telling you right now, I, like, I still like Golden State in this series, but I'm telling you right now, man, it's, I, Nothing. I said it with Boston and, and, and uh, Milwaukee. Nothing. I would say it for this series as well. Nothing's off the table. Nothing's off the table. I would not be surprised if if Memphis won Game Six and wrapped it up in Game One, Game Seven, even without Jai. That 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 would not. It would not shock me. I'm sorry. It would not shock me. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm telling you right now, that type of the way the Warriors have played the last two games, their mental approach. It's more. It's more about their mental approach that bothers me. Like what? Like what? Yeah. This is not a championship approach. This is not. Yeah. Like Phoenix is not letting that shit happen. You you nope. think you gonna allow Phoenix? You think Phoenix is gonna let Dallas come into their building in Game Five and take that and and, and take that and, and smack them around like that? Even if they were, even if they were, even if it was, if it was three one, the series would be over. This is what is not going to happen. So, or lose, or or lose by, or them lose by forty points. No, it would have to be some Luca had to go for like fifty and had to hit a buzzer beater off one leg. Some some just crazy or Chris Paul foul out like he did in five minutes, like in, in the, basically three quarters. Just some wild crazy shit would have to happen. You not you, you they not going. It's inexcusable. No, nobody's it's doing no, that. It's no, it's yeah, like no, it's, it's, it's inexcusable. inexcusable. Yes, it's beyond inexcusable. Like it's, it's no inexcusable. Because the cut like somebody like immediately talked about um oh last year uh I think it was Brooklyn blew out Milwaukee, right? right. One of those things. And we yeah. see blowouts in series all Blows the time. Happen. That, yeah, that happens. All the time. That that's the ebb and flow of a series. That's neither here nor there. The thing that made this different, it was a closeout game. Yes. Without their best player. Yes, period. I can't hear those words and then hear blowout. No. I can't hear those words no. and hear blowout. I just no. can't. No. Not in the playoffs. Not when you're the veteran team. Or at least the players, your most of your star players are veteran players. I can't hear that. No. I, it's just inexcusable to me. And it should be inexcusable to anybody. It just should be inexcusable. You can't. That can't happen. It just can't happen, and your and to your point, it totally changes how I look at the Warriors. Yes. Oh yeah. It totally changes that. Oh yeah. I one hundred percent expect Phoenix to give them that work. They better win this series. It's just that simple. They better win this series. I'm not gonna contemplate them losing because it shop is closed. If they lose this series, right? We, we gonna have all types of different types of conversations, right? So. In lieu of going down that road, they better win that series. But then I will 100% expect Phoenix to give them that work. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. Phoenix is not Memphis. No. Intellection. 
No. They're just not Memphis. No. So, um, all of the whatever you've been able, and to your point, Memphis has been all over them most of this series, but whatever you've been able to get from them, um, a lot of that is because of your basketball acumen, you will not have that advantage at all. As no. a matter of fact, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah, no. Um, against uh, Phoenix. So, um, okay. So, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, I think. But now yeah. I put you far below Phoenix. I did. Yeah, yeah, and I actually, yeah, I actually, I actually, before the playoffs, I actually was thinking about that matchup because I thought, I actually thought, you know, was looking forward to it from a standpoint of, I actually thought Golden State matched up well against Phoenix, to be honest with you, before the playoffs. But yeah, after a game like that, the way they're playing right now, like nah, just they're they're not, no, no, that that's just you know, no, I like no injuries withstanding, no, they 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 can't they they can't mess with Phoenix, they just can't they like no. Like it's just not it, it just will not happen. So um we'll see what happens. Uh of course tonight we have a couple of game sixes. A couple of series could end um in regards to Miami, Philly, and Dallas, Phoenix. Let's let's get with the let's talk about the Philly um and be because I this so I I fully expected um Miami to, to to beat Philly in Game Five. There was no way James Harden was going to have back to back great games. Um, and Miami's at home; they're a better team. Blah blah blah. But for your best player in Joel B to come out there and completely lay an egg again, I don't like you know you heard TNT Barkley talking about you know he was in his feelings about the MVP. I don't give a shit what the reason was for it. I don't know. I really don't. It doesn't even matter what the reason was, to be honest with you. The bottom line is, you are the you are their best player. You have been one of the best players in the league this year. You're a legit top five player. You came out, you came back in the series, changed the series, um, game three, Harden did what he did in game four. I don't, I no longer want to hear Anything about Joel and B and MVP in the same conversation? I don't. I don't, I don't want to hear those words. I don't care what he does in the regular season. Like we can look at him in the postseason, his postseason career. We can look at you know throwing Ben Simmons under the bus after the game seven against Atlanta. He is everything that Giannis is not. From a skill standpoint, he might even be more skilled than Giannis. To be honest with you, but the difference is is mental. He's not a leader. He's not, you know, besides the health, not being able to stay healthy, which is another issue. That, 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 that's the, that's, that might be a bigger that's issue. Than, than, yeah, that's number one, actually. Can't stay on the floor. Right, for me. But, but that's part of that. But part of, the, part of the reason why he hasn't been able to stay on the floor because he doesn't, he hasn't had to take care of his body. That's mental. So, yeah, that, that's, that, those two are, are connected because he's been, he had been, spent most of his career, uh, a lot of his career out of shape. Um, but I just don't want to hear, and I it, we'll get to this about the MVP narrative. I don't want to hear that this guy should have been the MVP. And no, I guarantee you there's no fucking way that either Jokic or Giannis come out there and play a game five like MVP play. I, I promise you, Jokic, I watched it. There's zero chance. Zero. Even in defeat, Jokic was putting, was lighting Golden State up. Even in defeat. 
And of course, Giannis is Giannis. So I, again, don't want to hear about NBA. I don't want to hear about how great Joel Embiid is. I'm sorry. I got like I, he's at the point where me. I like I'm 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 off. I'm I am done with the. I'm not. I'm off the Embiid stock. Like I, I don't want to hear it anymore about about this dude because he had an opportunity. Even in defeat, even if you even if they lost the game, if he goes out there, twenty five and ten, keeps the game close. All right, we'll be back in game five, game six at home. Cool. But to go out there and to basically be non-existent, the first half, six points? Really? And by the way, I was going to, and I haven't talked about, because this, I mean, it's, it's like watching the JV versus Boston. When you watch these, when you watch Miami and Philly versus Boston and, and, and Milwaukee, oh my, the level of play is just, the different, <laughs> the drop-off is stark. Like it's, it's really like like I said, it's the varsity versus the JV when you watch those two series, contrasting series. It really, I mean, it's it's I mean it's hard. It, the game's almost hard to watch to be honest with you. Like these are like these two. My I haven't been impressed with Miami at all. My I don't even think Miami's that good. I mean, I actually think Philly, Miami's Miami. Miami's always Miami. I, I, I like I, my like right now. I'm looking at Miami. Butler's been amazing. Butler has been legitimately one of the top five players in the playoffs. He's been great. Outside of that, Bale has been decent. Duncan Robinson can't get on the floor. Hero's been inconsistent. They have no. They can't. They they really don't have. They have a bunch of guys who sometimes come up. Sometimes you know. Sometimes come up. Uh, show up. Sometimes don't. They haven't played. Uh, Miami hasn't played well against Philly in the, in, 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 this, in this round. Like this. I mean, Philly. Philly could have. This was a very winnable series to Philadelphia, to be honest with you. To be perfectly honest with you. If Joe if Joel was that dude, if he really was that dude, they could they could they could win this series. Does he play those first two games in this series that you're talking about? If he played these first two games, yes. They could absolutely win this series if he had played okay. those first two games. That I that mean, I agree with. I really do. Yes. I one hundred percent believe that they could have won the series if he plays those first two games. But ultimately he the talent gap isn't isn't significant. no yeah you're Philly right. has more talent no 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 Philly yeah, actually right. has more talent than Miami Miami's just better coach and Miami again has is it was more is going to be the more mentally, and more mentally top players yes. that want to yes. play and want to be on the court and want right. to compete at yes. a high level yes. period for forty eight yeah. minutes for forty eight minutes yes for, for yep. an entire yeah yeah yep. That actually kind of means something. It really does. does. <laughs> it really, really does. I don't know why we forgot that it meant something, but it really does. It really does. But I, again, getting back to my original point, I don't want to hear anything about Jordan. I don't care if Jordan B next year averages 40 in the regular season. I don't care. Is that the point where it's either put up or shut up in the postseason? Well, that, I, that's also what I was going to ask. Like the MVP to me, especially recently, um, in the NBA, I've always thought this way in football. If you think about it, if you match MVP seasons to Super Bowl wins, they don't match up at all. No. no. Um, and so, but basketball has been different. But I would say in the last decade, since that Nash double MVP, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, like, I, I, I wonder if we go back and look at the list of MVPs. Because Shaq's main complaint is that him and Kobe only have one, yet they won multiple championships. Yes. But so then that's my question. It's so the true regular here's, here's, season award, and it, it, actually it, that means very little when it comes to playoff projections. It doesn't. No, it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything when it comes to the playoffs because, like, there's so many and there's so many things that you need to win a championship, and like 
I like I think Kobe should have more than one MVP. Like of that course. like I just think that like of course. I mean, I'm not gonna say he needs that he should have four or five. I thought he should have at least two. I thought that year he averaged 35 and scored 81 when he dragged fucking Smush Parker and Kwame Brown to the playoffs as a seventh seed. I thought he was the MVP that year. The year Nash won in 06, I thought Kobe was the MVP. But for the most part, I think the writers have gotten the MVP right as far as when you look at the numbers. Of course, there are always going to be some cases where you say, hey, so-and-so, the second person could have won, third person going, of course. But for the most part, they've gotten it. They've gotten it right. When since the writers took it over, took over in the eighties, late in nineteen eighty, for the most part, they've gotten it right. Like I've heard people go back to nineteen ninety with Magic and Barkley and say Barkley should have won. And I'm like, did did we ever think that Barkley was ever a better player than Magic Johnson? No. So like I don't like. Please, I don't want to hear it. that. That that one doesn't stay. I think I think Prime Magic probably should should have three MVPs and he should have won nineteen ninety. That so. There, there you have you'll hear some arguments. You'll hear the LeBron stand say LeBron should have 12 MVPs and when LeBron has taken off numerous regular seasons to get ready for the playoffs and not play defense at all, which which is fine. So, but I you know, I and we might as well get to it now before we get to Dallas feet. Well, no, we'll save it. We'll save the MVP. But I can I got a little I, I want to chime in on this one. Go ahead. Um I have never gotten the obsession with MB never ever. Okay, yeah, I know um, you never know. No, you know, no, you, I've never, you're not I, I've never, no, got, no. never got the obsession at all with him. No, um, you know, you like, like, I'm, I'm very nuts and bolts when it comes to sports teams. Yep. And if you can't stay on the court, then yep. I don't care how talented yep. you are. Nope. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. No, nope. um, because you actually have to be on the court to, to show that skill set. Um, yep. and consistency means something. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. Philly to me is like the New York Knicks. It's so much noise for so very little winning. Yeah. <laughs> so very little yeah. winning. Yeah. Um, and so uh, to your point, um, I really don't want to hear anything about Philadelphia until they win the championship. I agree. Awesome. I agree. It's awesome. I agree. Because you know, it's funny that you bring up that them. point. It's funny that you bring up that point because they said on, on on TNT inside the NBA, they were like, Kenny Smith was like, hey, if you win a championship, you'll the MVPs will come. Absolutely. And by the way, by the way, again, I don't know why Joel, Joel and B played like shit, but I do know this. I've seen players who thought they got snuffed from the MVP absolutely go out and destroy the playoffs. I saw I saw Jordan do it. I saw the most recent one that I, that I remember. We remember this one. Fucking Akeem Olajuwon changed David the course Robinson. of David Robinson's career. He basically ended David Robinson's career as a great player. Like, if you look at after that series was over, David Robinson was never considered amongst the best players in the league. That was it. That was it. Forget about best center. Even, like, David Robinson's career went downhill after that. Like, that's how bad that ass whooping was. So... If you're going to take it personal, are you listening, out, Warriors? Listening? Yes. Don't go out and score six points. Go out and put thirty-five That's and twenty, and say, "Look, like, and say, look, let your play say you're the MVP." Like I've, I've never seen, I've never seen a guy be annoyed by annoyed by not winning the MVP and then go out and score like seventeen points. In a, like I've never, like I, like a great player. A so-called great player. I've never, I've just, I've never seen it. He basically, like I said, he did the Hakeem in reverse. 
So, like, if you're going to be pissed about not winning MVP, again, I watched his press conference after the game. He didn't he didn't complain about it. He, you know, he actually did. He did complain about it. He, so he gave Jokic and Giannis their props. He said that. But then he went to, you know, um, and Bill Simmons has been, you know, a hot topic over last month about this Jalen Green comment. He he said, yeah, you know, I heard a podcast with Bill Simmons say, you know, fuck Jalen Green. So I don't think guys like that should have a vote. Um, blah blah blah, and you you guys made it into like I don't you know he said I don't turn I I don't know what I have to do. It's about a narrative and blah 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 blah. So he basically he was pissed off. He was. See, here, here's the point though. Also, like it's not necessarily that he's worried about like how good his game is versus other people. It's about like those comments were about his money. Right, like that's that is that is different in terms of like he's talking about how much he can earn in Supermax, or at least that's why. Well, he's no, 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 no. He's going to get, he, he, all you got to do is be on all of course he's, he's going to get the Super, 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 super Max. Of course he's going to get the Supermax. Um, I, I, you know what, I'll back, I'll back off of that. Yeah, no, he's not talking. I'll back so, off of that. Back my last off. thing about NB. But that, NBA. that's the generally what I hear around the complaints about people Right, no, no, no. I get that. No, but then, I get that. No, 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 I get that. That writers should not have control over a guy right. making all NBA and stuff right. like that. These awards, yeah. No, I get. I totally get that. But again, I like I said to you last part, couple podcasts ago. Go talk to your collective. Go talk to your players union and CBA. Go go negotiate that with the owners and and what have you in the rest in the NBA in the next CBA. That's what I'll say to that. Um, it's not the writers' fault. They didn't make the. They didn't make make up that 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 policy. I, uh, I really have a sneaking suspicion if the voting was in the players' hands. Uh, that's going to be a disaster. But just from his point, you're not getting the MVP from the players. No. No. So okay. I, I don't know who's giving him that MVP, to be honest with you. I, he's respected. Really right? He might have uh, won it. He might actually think he might have won. Maybe Jokic is the, the one. Players? The players, the play, the players don't like Jokic. No, no, no. That part, yes. No, Jokic is not getting. It. No, Jokic is definitely not getting. It. I think the players. Probably Giannis. I think probably Giannis. Probably yeah, Giannis. I think the players give it to Giannis. My point being, like, yeah, you can you can come at the writers all you want on this, but again, the reason why you're not getting the MVP votes is because people see the inconsistency in your play. Here's and a big part of that inconsistency is, yeah, you're a beast when you're on the court. But we can count on, uh, what, 20 games a season and getting worse, and then that happening in the playoffs somewhere. So that can't I, be my you know, I think you know, I, you, know how, you know how I somewhat compare and be to? And he's he's not as accomplished as this guy, but there are some similar traits. Aaron Rodgers, and the reason I say this because I think that they obviously both are both both are supremely talented. I don't see the I will kill you to try to win a championship in either one of them. Nah. So you get in nah. shape, right? Joel and B. The only reason he so he basically you. You complaining about the MVP. You basically telling me the reason why you got in shape and were able to stay healthy is you thought that this was going to get you the MVP. It wasn't about winning a championship, which should be the number one thing. It was about you, you. It was about you and your individual accomplishments. 
wasn't never about championship. Like we talk about Aaron Rodgers, about who cares about his passer rating and things about that. Not about not about doing whatever it takes to win a Super Bowl, but about his his narrative from his, you know, not making you know, not making himself look good. It's about him. So I, I a little Aaron Rodgers from that standpoint. Not of course not as an accomplished, but even this year where he played a bunch of games and was as durable as he has been and got in shape. That was you're getting in shape to win an MVP, not so much win a championship. Could not agree more. I cannot wait for Philly to be bounced out. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, so yeah, tired Please, yes, I've, I've been ready for them to be out. Like they, they're like they're kind of like just, just dragging so along. much like, conversation. For just yeah, so it is for a team, for a team, for a team that has not been past the second round since 2000. Yes, nothing. Yeah. You've done nothing. <laughs> like nothing. Their their best moment was probably their worst moment. The Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, with Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi called out on them. His moment. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, it, yeah, Bring you, that on the wall somewhere. You are you are a thousand percent right. I'm so tired of Philadelphia. I'm so tired of hearing about them. I'm so tired of Philadelphia. Um, as far as Dallas Phoenix goes, um, I actually think that, and I said this on, on the thread, one of our threads, I actually think that Dallas is gonna win tonight. I think it's gonna be a very I think it's gonna be a very close game. Um I just I just feel like Dallas just there's no they have no fear factor of Phoenix from that standpoint. We know Phoenix is clearly better, but I, I just they've been just so much they've just been annoying to the Suns. Um now again, the Suns should win. Like if you if you're the Suns, you want to get this series over, get Chris Paul some rest, get your guys ready for the for the conference finals. But I just I got just a sneaky feeling. I I got I can see a Luke of 40. 40 and 10 tonight. I really do. And then they'll make it like 15, 16 threes uh, at home. What are your thoughts on tonight's game? I do not disagree with you. My only feeling, this is what I'm going to again. See, this is this is this to to what you're saying. Ali, I only can go off on feeling because I right. don't I don't necessarily trust that uh Phoenix has figured out how um, to beat um, Dallas, like how to for real put them away. Well, like I mean, they, the bottom line is they, they, they like have to game, like that. But this has definitely felt like a very home court series, right? Like it's yes. felt like that yep. very much, yep. right? So you give them that advantage right there. And then I'm just trusting Chris Paul, um, ability to command that this is a closeout close out game yep. against a lesser team, yep. talent wise, um, and get this at home and get this done. That's what I'm trusting on ultimately. Yeah, they're they're the better team yep, at clearly. home, and they have a chance to close out and a better who. It's no, they're not. They're gonna be at home. The the Dallas. They're not gonna be at home. The game is in Dallas. Oh, I keep doing that. Yeah, it's game six. Yeah, it's game six. The game's in Dallas. Because, 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 uh, yeah, I'm trusting that. This, I'm trusting. Let me just go. Yeah, nope. Closeout game. That's what I meant. Closeout game. Closeout. Yeah, that is a closeout game. I'm trusting that Chris, Chris Paul better. That's what. I, that's what I. That's what I'm trusting. But 
that was the flip side of it because Dallas at home, and this has felt like such a home court series. It, I don't have a lot of faith in that assessment. Let me say that right for myself. So I absolutely can see Dallas winning tonight. I'm just choosing to trust in Chris Paul's ability to close them out to get that rest. Speaking of Chris Paul, do, do we want to get into the, the fan situation Sunday? Uh, I mean, we can. So My point on this is going to be fairly simple, though. So, for those of you that, you know, forgot about it, of course, you, you had a situation Mother's Day in Dallas where a fan was in a, touching Chris Paul's mother. So, Chris yeah. Paul's mother... Oh. Yeah, and and wife was there. His Chris Paul's mother and wife was there along with their kids in the stands. Uh, this was during the game. Um, Chris Paul had fouled out the game at this point. Um, he was drunk. Um, this guy looked like he could be anywhere from seventeen to twenty years old. I believe really he looked. He was we, clearly, clearly he was young. So, according to Chris Paul's mom, he was kept tapping her on the shoulder and trying to get a hug. She recognized that he was drunk. And she clipped, she basically was saying, politely saying, please stop, please stop. And the mother, the, the thing about this that really pisses me off to no end is the fact that his mom was sitting, was right there. And so you see, you, you have your son is drunk and you're just going to allow your son to inappropriately touch another person. Real, you can't I, put that on a mom. I mean, that's, no, a, that's a big boy. Like you can't put that on a mom. I'm not. I'm mean, so okay. Yes, he's responsible. But what was his mom doing? So, like, mom was just sitting there. Like, what? I mean, I'm. You would hope your son would behave better in front of their mom. Yes. Yes. I. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. yeah. I would hope. I would hope, but. Just in case he doesn't, I, as a mother, would need to intervene and, like, yeah. As a mother, as a mother, as a mother touching, as a mother seeing my son touch another mother. That is an interesting take, real. That's a very. To be honest with you, I'm going. I'm going to go way simpler than this. Go ahead. Um, There's not a man on this planet that doesn't understand this. Um, This is the opposite of the Will Smith, um, Chris Rock thing. Yeah. your wife, your mother felt un- physically uncomfortable. Yes. Violence. It's just that simple. No. Yeah. No. It's yeah, just that yeah, simple. Yeah. No. And yeah. there's not a there's not a man that doesn't understand that, and it's, it's a, nothing else matters. No. Nope. It's nothing else matters. It's nope. just violence immediately. Yep. And all of us get it, and yep. and it would have been completely one hundred percent justified. Yep. Thank goodness enough people stopped. Because that should have absolutely been his reaction, and he would have been absolutely justified. That is my take on it. I, Pure I just, and simple. You, know, you may I, not touch somebody's. You may not. You just no, may not. I, I just. It's, it's, it's just. And remarkable. if you do, that's the consequence. That yeah, it's it's remark. It's just remarkable, man. About this, like the level of just privilege that you think that just because they won't acknowledge you. As far as trying to have a conversation, or you want, or one of the stories was he wanted a hug. Don't care. And, uh, no, no, no. I'm not. Just, I'm just saying. I'm, nah, I'm, I know. I'm trying, no, it just doesn't I'm like, matter. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. What, in what world? Like, no. Don't 
keeps he's drunk. Doesn't his matter. Own. Yeah, keep doesn't getting. matter. Nobody cares about your motives. No, no. You don't put your hands on them. You don't. Yeah, no. You don't. It's. I don't care what you want. It's yeah. Man. You want all the things in the world. I'm for an you, autograph, man. a hug, a kiss. I'm telling you, on vacation doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. You don't put it, your hands on them. Period. I'm, I'm telling you right now, one of these like, and it's, it's coming. One of these fans is going. You don't. You don't, touch, get you, don't touch, up. you don't touch somebody's mom. You just don't yeah. do it. No, one of these fans, you don't touch anybody, but one of these fans is going to get fucked up. Like they like I that, like to your point, Chris Paul would have been perfectly justified going in the stands and whipping and beating the shit out that dude. Period. Oh <laughs> yes. Like I, like I would I like no. My ah. wife and my mother, my wife with my kids right there. What? Nah. You just don't. I mean, like honestly, any one of those individually is enough. Any one of those individually is enough. Put them all together, it's enough. You just and, don't touch another man's family. You just yeah, don't and, do it. And the sad, the saddest part about this whole situation is the the response from Dallas, the uh, Mavericks. So the guy gets banned. He got banned from the arena for an entire for for seven months, basically until twenty twenty three. The twenty twenty two is almost is basically halfway over. I'm like, so that so you clearly don't give a fuck as an organization. We know, we know how to guys. But we, but that's the yeah, Mark Cuban, yep. Yep. We know yep. we know how they do. Know how y'all yeah, you know how y'all get down. Yeah, there's not there's not really a high accountability factor. No, no. <laughs> no, no it's not no. a thing they're interested in. Nope. Um, so shifting gears a bit. Um sorry, very interesting story, of course. Yesterday, okay, a couple of days ago. Um, everybody's favorite quarterback, Tom Brady, uh, has his apparently has his post retirement plan. He <laughs> he signs with Fox Sports. He signs with he signs with Fox Sports for ten years, three hundred seventy five million dollars. He will work with uh, Kevin Burkhart whenever he decides to retire, and making him by far. And I mean, by far the highest paid <laughs> yeah, you think? in television history. Um, listen, man. There, there, there aren't a lot of words for this. When, this it's, when it's good, off, it's good. Like, when yeah, you win it, off the chart. <laughs> like, yo. These are numbers people didn't even imagine. Nobody imagines this. You, this, is, this is next level. This is just let, next level. Let me so let me ask you. So okay, so everybody is making moves in television right now with the with the football broadcasting. We saw, we seen. Um, and I got I got a list here the the various teams, um, new broadcast teams. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, so we see Monday Night Football. You have Aikman and Buck. Thursday Night Football. Al Michaels, Kurt Herbstreit. Sunday Night Collinsworth, Tarico. CBS course will have Nance and Romo, and until Brady retires, it's going to be Burkhart and probably Greg Olson more more than likely. And that, well, you know, when Brady retires, of course, Burkhart and and um, Brady. So we know from the history of Fox that Rupert Murdoch, that whole like that Fox doesn't Fox has money to burn. So it's like, yeah, these numbers look a lot to us, of course, but to Fox is like. Okay, this the NFL product is the, the most valuable sports product yeah. in the world. Seventy-five million is a lot of money. Though. It is a lot of money because the thing about it is, 
No, three hundred seventy-five million is like a shit, a shitload of money. I but, hear you, but that's a lot. Nobody I, doesn't feel three hundred seventy-five. But I don't know. No, I mean, what I what I want to ask you is: Is the Brady brand gotten this powerful? What, like, why? So here, here's my breakdown of this. Yeah, why? And why? This, this, is, this, this is this has nothing to do with Brady brand or anything like that. Here, here's what here's here, in my in my humble opinion. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, duh, this is not the conversation I necessarily wanted to have, but um, Brady is just that smart. He's just this good, and it's ridiculous, and it's disgusting, and it's, uh, but he just is. Um, uh, I we we did a podcast on this where I was one hundred percent convinced that what he was angling for was um, some type of power ownership of the Buccaneers without right. putting his own money in there. That, that yeah. is ultimately what I thought this was about. Now, with this, what I realized he was doing was he was leveraging his ownership of the Bucks with a 10-year, $375 million, leveraging it against Rupert Murdoch. They've been negotiating this. There's no way... This hasn't been in the works for a long time. Um, now, I won't say that like Brady had this as a plan B initially, but here's what I do know. Brady's the most competitive M effort, probably ever. He right. might have, he, he probably, no, no, there's no might about it. He, he did Jordan on, on this one um, because um, we, the others, at the very least, we know how good they are. That's why they got paid. Right. Now, does the money make sense with Romo and Buck, Buck and Aikman? Um, it makes more sense with Buck and Aikman after Romo. Romo's didn't make any sense, but at the very least, it was like, all right, he did this, he's good. We have no idea what type of broadcaster Brady's going to be. Zero. No. And he got 10. For 375, and you know a big part of this negotiation was he had to be the highest paid. Of course. And he had to be the highest paid by a mile. By a, yes. So that yeah. no one else is like this is going to put a kibosh on this. Nobody's getting 400 million dollars. There's no. nobody else. No, no, no. That's getting it. This no. was, so he did this to a point where no one could this can't be one up in no. a year or two years or no. three or five years. This can't be one up. Um, the next person that gets this, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes when he retires, maybe. Um, who knows? Uh, I, I don't think this is ever being surprised. I think this is the jump to shark moment. This is absolutely, ins this is off the charts. Like I said, this is not even imaginable. Um, so, uh, and then the flip side of this is when I ask myself, do, the, do I really want to bet against Brady being the best player NFL broadcaster ever. Do I want to bet against that, knowing him and knowing how Probably competitive not. he is to everything? And Probably I don't not. want to do it. No. I don't want to do it. So that's what I mean. If the Brady brand is I'm going to be the best at everything all the time because I'm crazy and I'm built like that, if that's his brand, then absolutely. And then can I say that's a bad bet? No. I actually don't know how this works out financially for Fox. How do they get this $375 million back? Like, will his, even if he becomes the greatest football broadcaster of all time, let's just give him the greatest football broadcaster of all time over everybody. Is that worth $375 million? Are you really asking that question? 
No, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm asking rhetorical <laughs> questions. Okay. <laughs> so I'm All just right. like, even if he is that, this doesn't. This still doesn't make sense. Um. So, um. You just chalk it up to Brady's just the best at everything, and you just have to eat it and move on with your life, because otherwise you're gonna be angry for for a while. Um. Brady gets the bag. Boy, did he get a bag. This bag is psychotic. This bag is psychotic. This man is going to get $375 million for announcing football games. I, I can't. I have no words for this. I legit have no words. For this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every Everybody, there were no losers on this. Everybody won. Everybody won. In terms of Fox and Brady, everybody won because First of all, we we know this as as football consumers. It doesn't matter who's in the beef booth. The ratings are going to be insane regardless. So let's say Brady sucks. Yeah, you're gonna have some people crack some jokes, and the internet gonna laugh. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And we are, and we are, and we are, and we do those jokes will be here. But in terms of in terms of financially, it's not gonna have zero impact on Fox at all. The NFL is only going to get more popular. I mean, considering the offseason that we just witnessed, considering um, what's coming, what this 18-game schedule is coming, the ratings are only going to go up higher. It's like there's no no one, there are no losers here. Zero. None. Unless you're, unless, <laughs> maybe I should say no. They, <laughs> unless you're Troy Aikman. <laughs> Troy Unless you're Troy Aikman or Tony Romo, but you you're still making a ton of money to talk football. So I actually out. think Troy Aikman could take this over Tony Romo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because at least at least Brady's the greatest of all time. Romo, exactly. yeah. Aikman, probably Aikman is like I'm better. Romo's than Romo. in the Super Bowl. Aikman like Aikman can handle this, but much better. Yes, much better. Yeah, much better. But there are still, no even still. It's like yo, I've been doing this for twenty years. <laughs> this dude hasn't broadcast one game. Nothing. Yo, but, 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 but think about, think about this, Rob. What do we just talk about last week about with the new media? This is the new media, man. This is and like, he's this, never being interviewed because he's always in the championship games. Yeah, this he's is never the, in the booth chilling. But this is early like, out of early exit out of the playoffs. So no, this is here, out of control. Here's the thing. This is like this is the this is. What we talked about last week with Draymond and you know with Draymond Green and in terms of the new media and things about a couple of weeks ago, this is this falls right in line with that. This is where this is where we're at. This is, I mean, this is we're here. Like what you said a couple uh, last week about it in terms of the new media and how things are moving. This is what it is. Like this, like you know, you know the thought that just keeps going through my mind. Real, the rest of us have had the worst two years of our lives. And Brady keeps on winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's it's not fair. It's just not fair. It just isn't. It just flat out isn't fair. I'm going to be the whiny baby. It just isn't fair. He gets yeah, all the things. There was there was there was uh what has he done? He gets was, to get all the things, all of them. Everything. Who was that show? Okay. <laughs> you remember that show back in the day? Uh I don't know, you Parker Lewis can't lose. No, yeah, they renamed that shit. Tom yeah, Brady can't. I lose. cannot lose. He just <laughs> no, can't. Brady, this he can't. Is it possible? Is it possible? 
We've all collectively, we've all had the worst two years of our lives. <laughs> not Tom Brady. Not Tom Brady. No. Not, not Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. What a Super Bowl I, and getting a I can't million I, dollars a year. I can't. After after, after after you know after the career is over after when I decide to retire. <laughs> so yeah, man. Look, I look. I as much as I. When I first heard about it, as much as I, how annoyed I was about it, I was me had to just be like, "Yo, respect, respect." I, I like I, I, at some point, it's like, "Yo, man, you, you, what can I say? What can I, you say? What can you say? What can you say?" But like, damn, damn, I didn't see because I didn't see this shit coming. I did, I did not see this. Wasn't imaginable. This wasn't. I did not see this. This wasn't in anybody's imagination. No, no, yeah. Like there, like I said, Brady. Like I said, there's no losers here. Even if he is the worst broadcaster ever, there's still he's still going to get his money. He's still going to get his money, and it's still he like. <laughs> in my my hatred of Tom Brady would be like would love to see if like if he was so bad that he quit. That would be my dream scenario in terms of my hatred of Tom Brady. Like that he's Roma. I mean, I Roma. Um, what you call him? Uh the tight end. Um, win. That is win. win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's a, yeah, win that bad. would be that would be marvelous. I win would not be mad at that. That would be marvelous. Bad, but that would be marvelous. But, 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 but listen, I don't. But I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be the one of the greats ever, but I'm telling you, he's not. He's not gonna be bad because no, I he's think not he's not gonna no, be bad not. because he, I'm, now I'm thinking about how now I'm thinking about how he's been moving the last yeah. four or five years. You see the, nope. the time versus time, time versus time, the Facebook shit. Like he's kind of been prepping himself for this shit. Like I said, he's a, this dude's a chess master. He's a chess master. He see he sees shit like years ahead before it happens. Like him and. Him and LeBron are similar from that standpoint. Like you see LeBron make a business movie, like where did that come from? And then you probably you find out that it was planned seven years ago. So like this, they like they these dudes are different. They think differently from that standpoint in terms of marketing, branding, and think and just in terms of life moves. Like they they plan like that's what makes them who they are. And that's why they're so so damn successful at whatever. Like LeBron on the on the court and off the court. So he has been getting himself ready, I'm sure, to become a to be a broadcaster. Like I, with, like I said, with some of the, with some of the audio stuff that now he was doing. He just like even I thought you think about think about now. Nah, I should know this because I work at the place. He has a, he has a podcast at, at Sirius. We just we we're paying him Sirius, he, so he's making money from everybody. Sirius XM is paying him to do a weekly podcast. So this is he this media thing. He's been kind of yeah. He's you know light years. He's light years ahead of us from that standpoint in terms of what he was trying now, this to This is light years ahead. This is light years ahead. This yes. is light years yeah, ahead. Not Golden State. This is actually no. light years ahead. <laughs> not a confluence of events that just benefit you at the same time. Right. Like, no, this is, yeah. yeah. You know, the Facebook thing, the, the podcast. Um. So, yeah. Hey, look, can't lose, man. This dude cannot. This dude cannot can't, can't lose. Can't, and can't. I mean, like I said, you can True. criticize him. You can, you want to criticize Fox and criticize him? Be my guest, whatever. I like. I don't. Yes, sure. Like, there's no there's no person that would not make this move. There's no nobody would not do this. There's no human being that wouldn't make this move. If they, especially if especially if they didn't have a plan, a post playing plan, per se. I, I'm going to say this: some right coaching, now. some shit like that. 
if Brady beats the Bills in the playoffs, you will not hear from me for a while. <laughs> I, I will not be able to handle that emotion. That, that's the I, final vote. That's, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap on Sass fandom. I, I don't know how I'll recover from that. I truly don't. Um, so uh I just want him to go away. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Go to the booth. Just no. Just don't be a danger to my football team anymore. I just want him to go away. That's it. That's it. I, it's so simple. Get all your money. I don't care. Just go away. Just get uh, away. Get away. I have uh I have some breaking news. Oh. I have some breaking news. Week one opening Uh-oh. Thursday night game. Got it. Who is it? Buffalo. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. At the rim. Right off the rip. Thursday, September 8th. Yep. Yes. Yes. Deservedly. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. There we go. Love it. There we go. Right off the rip. Right off the beat. Yep. Right off the jump. My team with my. So now we here. So I'm talking now. Um, My team, my, my deal, my team is like. To, in order for me to be in that space where I'm 100% confident on our Super Bowl championship, I need to see the consistency throughout the year. I want the smoke. I want all yep. the smoke. Yep. We got to prove it yep. at every step. That Pittsburgh game at the beginning of last year hurt. Yep. You're yep. on national TV. Against yep. the Rams, Brainers, all the chips are getting. Yep. Wing night, yep. yep. Get that big. Yep. You can't no. You can't ask for a better that No, that's no. Start from game. Like I want to see that locked in focus. Yeah, that was against week the one. Patriots. In week one. In week Again, one. Yep. Week one. Let's week go. Yeah, and never let go. Nope. Never let go. So nope. I, I cannot wait to see the rest of the schedule as well because I want it all. I want it all. I was nervous about prime time game a couple of years. I want it all now. Give it all. I want all the pressure, all the smoke. That will let me know this team is ready. For for a, a Super Bowl championship, not no. not a not a getting to the Super Bowl. I've been there. I want to check. No, no, I want to check. Yeah, no, you you yeah. You I want to You got there a few times. You, yeah, you got. I want to go in that game feeling confident. Yeah, that we're gonna that yes. You want you want to go in that game feeling like not feeling feeling like we can win. Feeling like we're going to win. That's what exactly. That's what exactly. Want. And the yeah. thing that will give me that is consistency against good teams all throughout the year. Yep. yep. No peaking in week five and bullshit nope. like that. Nope. No. Um. Let's go. Let's go, Bob Milligan. Yo, let's go. Let's get it. I'm yeah. so excited. I cannot yeah. wait. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's- that's that's gonna be yeah. That makes me very happy. No, that made me very happy. That's a big time. That's a, that, that's that a good is, time. That's and a that's legit. Like that's perfect, the first that's a perfect time opening week. Opening Thursday. That opening is, way to open that is that's that I I'm very happy to hear that. That yeah. that makes me very happy. Uh, we were talking about the MVP. Uh, the biggest disappointment I had the NBA MVP conversation. So forget forget about who won. Whatever, whatever. We, that's neither here nor there. It's just about like I follow basketball very closely, of course, NBA from like from year round, especially when from when the season starts. The MVP conversation in essence starts in fucking November. And I just don't see like no other sport, no other team sport talks about the MVP over the course of the season as much as the NBA does. Yeah. I, I 
now, as in comparison to the other three major sports, the NBA is a star-driven individual league from that standpoint. I get it. It's about the stars. They want to market their stars. And you, you know, from that standpoint. But it's, this is not even about marketing. This is about the media constantly, week after week, discussing this shit. And I, th- I think it's gotten to a point to where, again, I don't need to be hearing about who's the MVP November 20th or December 11th or January 20th, 15th. Case in point, in November, in December, you couldn't tell anybody that Steph Curry wasn't going to win, wasn't going to be the unanimous MVP. You couldn't tell. Like, that was, it was set in stone. Golden State's back, back. Even though Steph Curry wasn't even having a great season, per se. He never, he, he put up good numbers, but by his standards, it's not, it's not even one of his five best seasons, to be honest with you. But again, the narrative, Golden State's back, Steph Curry's the best player, blah, 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 so on and so on. But I just feel like the award would be better if I didn't have to hear about it every fucking week of the NBA season. The NBA is a marathon. A marathon. Can't you like football? No. No. No, you can't. That's the problem. You're absolutely right. It's a marathon. So, really, realistically, the MVP conversation shouldn't begin until, I would say, February. That would be great if there was, like, a for real moratorium. Like, if, if, if there was just, like, a, like, we cannot, we're not discussing MVP until at least 45 games are being played, right? Like, like there, there is, like, kind of like, what is it with college football? When the power rankings come yeah, out, is that Come on, like, eight? October, yep. The yeah. Big, yep, yep. Yep. You can't even start having this conversation till 45 games in or 40 games in, whatever it is. So, and here's the thing that pisses me off, pisses me off about the media. That's what Player of the Week awards are for. Yes. Player of the Month they have, they have those. They have Player yeah. of the Month. Yes, they have Player of the Month awards. They have Player of the Week. Play. Yes, they have Absolutely. those Absolutely. That's what that is. So, yeah. He was balling if, out for these now, four games. Absolutely. If I had an MVP vote, right, and if I was voting all these awards, of course I would be monitoring the shit by by month. Like I would literally probably have my own process of like, okay, who's the MVP this month? Who's the MVP that month? That's that's different because I'm I'm taking my vote seriously. Um taking my vote seriously and and, and doing doing my best to, to do to, to do my part and do these players justice. That doesn't mean I have to fucking talk about it every single every single day. And I heard of me like I heard um so they were talking about after the award, after it was announced, they were like, um, people had a couple people had said Embiid, like Tim Legler, Stephen A. Smith, said, yeah, we had Embiid, and you know, Jokic did nothing to catch Embiid. So, so basically, you had Embiid for basically like the last for the entire season. I'm like you, so that shit should not happen. That's that would piss me off as a player. Like, so you. There was no, like there was no way that you were not going to to vote for Joel and B basically when you when you say that like I had like I had them be like Tim Legler basically said I had him be for the most of, most of the season I'm like okay you so you didn't watch the entire season you you basically telling you telling me you basically had him beat in February or in March you know what I'm saying so I don't like that like. Have it. I think a lot. I think a lot of these guys. Some of these media members have the shit premeditated in terms of who they're gonna vote for. Now again, I think Jokic should have won. But well, go ahead. Here, here's the problem. We're conflating two things. We're conflating 
best player and best season. Right. Now, there was a time when the best player meant you would have a championship season. But that's why I keep pointing back to that Steve Nash time period because it was clear he was not the best player in the league. Right. He was having a fantastic season. Right. On a, on a team. Kobe and Jack were better. Yeah. Nobody doubted that. Right. And so, and then it turned into, we can only give certain people the MVP so many times. Yes. I mean, that was their Jordan, but then that got cut reoccurring with like LeBron and different people like yep. that. It's just yep. like, what are we even talking about anymore? Right. And so, again, that's why I asked. If the MVP is a true regular season award, then we're talking about the best season. Right. Not the best player. Right. And so I think it's like because we're clumping those together, that's where the confusion comes in. And to be quite honest, real, what drives television, what drives views, what drives discussion, everything are conversations exactly like this. So nobody actually wants to get rid of this conversation. No, oh no, it's not going anywhere. They want the water. No, no, here's what I'm saying. It's intentionally muddy in yes. order to drive this conversation. Yep. So there will be no clear anything. No. In this. As a matter of fact, it's actually better when it is split. When the best, um, when the person with the best season isn't the best player, because that drives more conversation. And more conversation means more views, more viewerships. And so um, uh, for our purposes, it's just like it's, it is such a disappointment because we actually want to have the real conversation. And other people don't want to have a real conversation. Who's the best player in the league? Let's 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 get let's drill that down. But if we do do that, then people can't say insane stuff about how hard is the greatest X, Y, and Z and Kyrie's right. the greatest X, Y, and Z at this point, And now B's this, the greatest, this, and this, the greatest, da, da, da. It just would literally just come simply down to Durant and I'm Giannis. And everybody else can get out the way. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, um, so it's a disappointment for everything that you said to me, it's a disappointment because I actually want to have a real conversation about who's the best player. Who is the most valuable player in the league? That's the conversation I want to have, and that's not what I get to hear. So I can't agree with you. Such a disappointment. Yeah. I, like I said, when, I, yeah, when we were growing up, it was best player on the best team. It was very pretty much clear cut. And you would have an occasional, you know, discrepancy. Like, they, I, I mean, I, I know for for a fact the Bulls had the best record in '97, but Carl Malone won. But to your point, that was Jordan fatigue. Um, it became a narrative award. I think it changed with Russell Westbrook because because of the triple double. Even though that year, if you look at that year, who, I remember that year. Yeah, if you look at that year, the, the MVP probably, probably should have been Kawhi. If we doing great player two-way player on a team that had a great record. Like, they won 60 games that year. Kawhi was in, like, Kawhi was in his peak as far as 
dominant defensive player, and he averaged like twenty five that year. So he probably should have won the probably should have won it based on that. But Kawhi, Kawhi is like I said, he's a robot. He's not like Westbrook. is the personality, the triple double. So that was the best. The triple double stat jumps off. Triple double, yes, the triple double jumped off. So despite the fact that again they were a seven seed uh, that year or six or six or seven seed, so again it changed that. The narrative, I think it became a narrative award in like 2017, like strict, strictly narrative. Um, from, a, from I, 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 I like the Dirk season as a narrative season. Yeah, the Dirk MVP season. Uh huh. I don't think that. I mean, Dirk was, yeah, Dirk was the best. I mean, Dirk was like they won the, that team won like six, seven games. I, I still, they that year, they were that, that was still the time I think the best player on best team. Because he was the best player on the best team, and the best regular season team. That team won sixty-seven games coming off uh, finals. If you remember, remember they two thousand seven, two thousand six. They lost to Miami in six games, and then they came the next year. They everybody thought they didn't want to win a championship in two thousand seven, and they flamed out, of course, against Golden State. But that year, they yeah, they flamed yeah, big time. The, uh, we believe. Well, then Dirk won up until that point in time. No, Dirk hadn't won. He hadn't won the MVP up until but no. No, that no, no. I'm talking about how many champions, how many. Yeah, won nothing. No, he won anything. That's no. what I'm talking about. Again, best play. Did anybody think Dirk was the best player in basketball? In the basketball, no, no. No, that's no. what I'm talking about. Again, right, gotcha. we're, we're talking about regular see like who had the best season versus who's the best player. Right. Yes. Yeah. And this is the conversation. It always is the conversation. And I get it. I, I'm just saying. I think the MVP award has been a narrative long before 2017. I think that. I think. Again, I'm going to Steve Nash. That was the inflection point for me. Because it was so clear, especially the second one. Because um, the first one was was about let's not give it to Shaq because he's too dominant. Right. Um, the second one was just like, what is happening? Why is he getting the MVP? Because um, we don't want to give it again to Shaq or Kobe. What? what? Why? Yeah. So that was all a narrative. Because yeah. no, you true. had to have that's a narrative yeah. to... Um, to to justify why, yeah, because yeah. none of us believe that. None of us believe. That. Yeah, nobody, no, yeah, nobody ever believed that that Steve Nash was the back best. to back. At Steve Nash. Yeah, no. back. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, nobody was buying that. No, no, yeah, 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 and yeah. Nah. So I get it's just we conflate it, and it's it's good for the conversation. It is what it is. But for those of us that actually want to have a real conversation, it's super disappointing. It's not a conversation I partake in. Now, a lot of people are complaining. Uh, let me get your the championships one. still mean everything. Yes. A lot of people are complaining about the timing of it. Do you have a problem with the timing of the MVP? Like the time Again, are we saying regular season? No, I'm saying, do you have a problem with it given the, the timing that when it comes out? Like, it came out. Are we, again, are we saying regular season? If we're like, saying yeah. regular, if we say in regular season, I think you want it as close to the regular season as possible. So, you, so by that, you want it, you want it announced like as soon as the season, as soon as the regular season is over. You want it as close to the regular season in as possible. Right. Got you. So you agree with that the time? I wouldn't go past first. Yeah. I would not go past the first. I'm in charge of everything. I wouldn't want that to go. I wouldn't want that that announcement to go past first round. Got you. Because, especially in the modern area, it's most likely the MVP sitting on the bench. I mean, sitting at home watching. 
Yeah, and that's and see that's another thing that's changed too compared to when we was growing up. So when we was growing up, like Magic, Jordan, Birds, even like when even when Barkley won his, those guys were deep going making it deep into the playoffs for the most part. Like your MVPs made it probably to the conference either winning championships or making it to at worst the conference finals. So that that's been a huge shift as well. MVPs were the icing on the cake. That that was legacy. After it won, after you won, like it was not after. Is it? It is in the conversation with your championship, right? Like you have X amount of titles and X amount of MVPs. That's what then started to differentiate. You could start to differentiate a little bit in the argument realm of the greatest of the greats, right? Like that's that's where you could be a divider. But in the actual season, real, I don't remember a lot of people talking about this. To be no, honest, with you. no, we no. didn't grow up with this conversation. No, we didn't. It was I mean, about. I mean, no, we, we, we no, we, I mean, I mean, it's obviously it's a different world in terms of like social media and all the talk shows, all that. But even even as a sports fan having a conversation, I don't, I, I was, I definitely wasn't having conversations arguing over who should be MVP, like to my with my friends. I wasn't. I just like no. It was like to your point, who's going to win a championship? Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest player who's, of who's all time? Who's the best time? player? Who's Most the best player? Who's going to win a championship? That was that was the conversation. To your point, like yeah, those those were the arguments that we got into with our friends. We, who's yeah, the greatest you, player of all time? And it started with rings. And when we were counting rings back in the old day, it was like, oh, you were the best player on the team. The team, the reason the team won the championship is because of you, right? And not you and thirty right. of your friends. And that's why you know, it, and it pisses me off. Again, I have a personal bias towards this, but it pisses me off when people gauge when people compare Kobe to the all time to the to greats to the uh, other all time greats, and they say, "Well, Kobe only has one MVP." That pisses me off because I'm like, because that, that era switch, yeah. I was like, I like, so I like, yes, he has yeah. only one MVP, but we know Kobe Bryant. So we know Kobe Bryant was clearly the best player for about a six or seven year period before LeBron came along, clearly. So and, and of course won the championship. So like, like we not that that yeah the only one that the, when you start counting the MVPs and when you start that pisses me off when he hope when that it makes him. no sense that Nash has two MVPs and Kobe has one. Oh makes, no 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 no, no hold on hold on hold on this not only Nash but fucking uh Carl Malone has two it MVPs. Makes no sense. It just makes no sense. rings. They have these dudes. These two think about this. I've all I've been I've been on this for years. Carl Malone and Steve Nash have doubled the MVPs combined if you compare them to Kobe and Shaq. It makes no sense. It just <laughs> makes no sense. What are we, what? That makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> it fundamentally makes no sense. Yeah. At all. So at that's, all. Why, that's why I don't take the MVP serious from that standpoint when I think about all-time grace. It's a nice award that people talk about, but when I, talk, when I think of the top, the best of the best, I don't even consider the MVP. I don't. I, I honestly don't care about the MVP. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't. I can see Jokic's career coming a mile away. He likes being a man in Denver, and that's where he will stay. The man in Denver. Um. So yes. well, he's about uh, to, he's, he's about to get this two hundred sixty million dollar contract. Yeah. How about this hot take? So, Jokic will definitely have more MVPs than he have championships. How about that? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, what are we even doing here? 
one hundred percent. I mean, listen, he's gonna run. He's already he's gonna run into the same treatment as Giannis as far as the MVP fatigue. Like people don't want to give for whatever reason. People don't want to give Giannis right. MVPs no more. Nobody's gonna right. after this season. Nobody's gonna because he's actually the best player now. Yes, because he's right. <laughs> now it actually makes more sense. Now, now it's like nah, we can't give it to him. He's actually yeah. the best player. But yeah, I I one thousand percent agree with you. Jokic will definitely have more MVPs than championships. Yes, yes. I I, I think Luca will have more championships than MVP. I mean, more MVPs than championships. To be honest with you, I agree with that as well. Like I like the only thing that's keeping Luca, the only thing, the only thing that's keeping Luca away from what, the only thing that's keeping Luca from winning MVP now is the fact that he comes in comes into uh, the season out of shape every year. If he actually came into the season in shape. <laughs> he would he would get off to a, a regular start, and you know he probably would be MVP next year if he comes. If he comes, like think about that statement you just said. If he comes to season in shape, he could be an MVP. I don't want that as my my representative. All right, let me I'm tell sorry. you something. Let me tell you. I'm something. sorry. No, I, I, I'm sorry. That, that is, you give Giannis all the MVP. No, no, no. Hold that's on, hold on. That, that that is the difference. That's that that's why Luca is not Giannis because we don't yeah. have we we don't we will never make that statement about Giannis about. Nope. Sure that's, won't. That's, that's that, and that's, that, and that's the next step for Luca to be actually in top condition when the season starts. Like it would be nice. It'd be, it nice. be nice. No, it'd be nice. It would be nice. It would be. <laughs> be nice. It would be. Not playing your way into shape during the season. Yeah, that like nah. yeah, that, that, yeah. So that yeah that no that's why Giannis is Giannis. Like we that we we never we never had that conversation about Giannis. We never had a conversation about LeBron. Kobe, we never like that. That's not even. No, those aren't conversations. We don't. We don't have those conversations about no. those, those no, players like that. Those players are, nah. are, are of that ilk. That, that's not a conversation. That that's just not. And you know, but yeah, the bottom line overall, like the the, the bottom line is, I the MVP conversation is, is some shit, and I don't really care for. I personally, I don't care for the the NBA MVP award. It's not important to me personally. That's that's the bottom line. Like. You know, you have other people in the NBA make it out to be some big thing. I, in terms of how I view basketball, the NBA MVP is like, eh, okay, nice. That's the bottom. That's my. That's the bottom line from from my standpoint for uh for the MVP. What is, before I let you go, what is your overall sense of the NBA playoffs? Like what, like from I, where, I, I, from when I'm it started versus where I'm we having are a ball. I'm having a ball. Um, I will absolutely say, uh I have just thoroughly enjoyed the Celtics, Brooklyn, Celtics, Milwaukee. Like, that has been my bread and butter, <laughs> this, this playoffs. I've enjoyed that so very, very much. The West, less so. Less so. The John Morant, I was very much looking forward to the series with John Morant, so that definitely dampened it. Right. And it's just been weird wonkiness in the West. The West yeah. been, has been very emotional in, like, a lot of other stuff that's just like, what? No, I don't care about any of this. Um, so, I am, but I am very much anticipating the Western Conference Finals. More, I think I'm anticipating the Western Conference Finals more than I'm anticipating the Eastern Conference Finals, because like you, I believe we're watching the Eastern Conference Finals right now. We are watching the Eastern Conference Finals, for sure. But I absolutely don't think we're watching the Western Conference Finals in any two series. So I I will be very engaged in the Phoenix um, uh, 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 Warriors series. I I do think the Warriors are going to win. And so 
And so I'm very much looking forward. I'm very much looking forward to that. And then the championship game will be amazing no matter what. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I will be thoroughly in, invested in the um the championship series no matter what. So all all told, um, storyline, different things that were coming into the to the season. I've been much less vested in the West and the East, but overall I've enjoyed the playoffs tremendously. Tremendously. Yeah, this Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, excuse me, this uh, Milwaukee Boston classic, Giannis been the best player, the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I think I've been so impressed with just their franchise, the uh, how they how they compete. Um, and I'm convinced after watching this series that they are, to me, all they need to do is just get the reps. I don't even think they need another all-star to be honest with you. I think that they, if they, if I'm looking into the off season, I know the season not over it, but I'm not looking to their crystal ball. I would let those guys develop. I would add like a veteran presence. You can never have enough veterans who maybe have won a championship or have been in the final, something like that. Like Phoenix added Jay Crowder last year. And, you know, we saw, you know, Miami did it this year with PJ Tucker. Um, Somebody better, somebody better than PJ Tucker, by the way. But, uh, yeah, Memphis is right there. They're actually closer than I thought they were in terms of being a championship team. But they, they, they really are right there, and they, 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 they're going to be a major problem. But like, that's the point of the playoffs. You yeah. prove it now. You're yeah. absolutely right. I did not have Memphis on my radar like this. That's the point of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, they that they're, they're right there. Just I mean, again, just keep when keep Josh Golden happy. State and Cleveland let go of that stranglehold. Right, that was the best thing for the league. Yes, but yeah, because now just a flood of new, fresh, young blood who are not just about like, oh, let's slug it through the regular season, so um, we can you know, it's it's you you're getting um a look at a lot of different superstars and you're starting to get, especially now you're starting to get a sense of who really has a taste for this, right? Like Devin Booker is going to live this life. He's going to live this life. Um, Giannis, of course, lives this life, right? Um, uh, It's yet to see Tatum Brown, where y'all at um, in in this life. Um, And it'll be, it'll be fascinating to see next year if, John Morant, he had the taste last year and he said, Nope, I want more of this. Um, and then um and then kept going. I where Trey Young said I had a taste of this, and he just kind of was like, I'd like the fame and celebrity. I'm getting off that taste. Um, and uh up in the love. So it'll be interesting to see um what will make this continuously fascinating, who continues to evolve, and then what's the next team that wants to get into this conversation. Right. Um, so this is this is this is a very healthy space for the NBA to be in. Yeah. Now just now all you have to do is just get your star players to to get on to stay on the court. Get on the court. Well, yeah, that's you know that that is that that's, is that's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's all. That's it. Yeah, we talking playoffs. Yeah. So I wait for the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> oh. All right, man. That's gonna be we think we, we covered everything. Um, certainly looking forward to these um, to these to the conference finals. 
And you know, to the rest of this Let's go Buffalo in the NBA con- yeah, the in the NBA podcast. Let's go. Yeah, above the Buffalo Bills made it to the yep, made it to the podcast. Let's go. Um, we're gonna we and we I, we I told you know Rob this offline. We're going to save the Kendrick stuff for next week because yeah. Um, first I can't first of all I can't wait till twelve oh one tonight. I know you'll be asleep, but till the album drops. Uh, I mean, yep. this is, this I'll is listen to it this the, morning. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. This yep. is this is the it will be this will be the most intricate album that. since the last Kendrick album. <laughs> there, you there you go. That's how it works. <laughs> that's how that's how hip hop works. That's how the culture works. Like this dude moves culture like nobody else. So we will save that conversation about the video and the and the album. And the album in particular, because that video is not gonna be on his album. He never puts those those uh opening songs that he drops before the album, before on the album, actual album, the hearts. He never puts those on the album. But um uh it, the album will be out of course early this morning and we will save that conversation because I had certainly a lot of stuff. Not so much I mean I'm probably going to have a lot of stuff on the album. I just have a lot of things on Kendrick Lamar in general. All right, Mr. Sapp, thanks for thanks for joining us. Join All right, me. sir. I will see you next time. All right. Have a good one. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Thanks to, as always, Rob Sapp for joining the joining the podcast. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, looking forward to it. Have a great rest of your week and weekend. So long. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.